Good morning, it's February 22nd, and this is your daily brief in world news. Here's everything you need to know. As the world marks the second anniversary of Russia's invasion of Ukraine, a significant development unfolds in the European Union. The EU has rolled out its 13th package of sanctions, this time casting a wider net to include Chinese and Turkish entities allegedly backing Russia's military efforts in Ukraine. This sweeping action targets approximately 200 companies and individuals, putting a spotlight on several Chinese firms. The aim? To significantly dent Russia's and its allies' scientific, technological, and industrial capabilities, while tightening the noose around entities linked to Russia's military-industrial complex. Moreover, these sanctions extend to banning the export of high-tech components crucial for drone production to Russia, further squeezing the technological avenues available to Putin's war machine. European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen has underscored the importance of these measures, emphasizing the EU's unwavering resolve to maintain pressure on Russia and degrade its military capabilities. The specifics of the entities facing sanctions will come to light with the publication in the EU's legal journal. The formal approval of these measures is set to coincide with a poignant reminder of the conflict's duration, marking the second anniversary of the war. This move by the EU represents a significant escalation in the international response to the ongoing conflict, signaling a continued commitment to countering Russia's military ambitions in Ukraine. OpenAI's ChatGPT 4.0 recently hit a significant malfunction, churning out illogical and repetitive responses that left users scratching their heads. This glitch wasn't just a minor hiccup. Screenshots of the bot's erratic behavior flooded social media, showcasing its struggle to produce coherent answers and even generating incorrect images. OpenAI quickly stepped in, acknowledging the issue and implementing a fix, but the incident has shed light on a larger issue within the AI community. Gary Marcus, an AI specialist, has dubbed this malfunction a wake-up call, stressing the need for AI technologies that are not only more stable, but also easier to understand. This event serves as a stark reminder of the unpredictable nature of AI tools and the critical need for transparency in their development. Meanwhile, Google's AI-powered image creation tool, Gemini, is under fire for its aggressive approach to avoiding racial bias, sparking a debate about the balance between ethical considerations and functionality in AI. Both OpenAI and Google are now in the spotlight, working diligently to address these criticisms and enhance the reliability and ethical standards of their AI technologies. In a courtroom drama that has captured global attention, the fate of Julian Assange hangs in the balance as the UK High Court concludes its hearing on his potential extradition to the United States. With the world watching, the court's decision is eagerly awaited, but a verdict on Assange's ability to appeal the extradition is not expected before March. At the heart of the case, the U.S. Department of Justice seeks to prosecute Assange for espionage, a charge that carries significant implications for press freedom and whistleblower protections. His defense, however, paints a different picture, arguing that Assange is being politically persecuted and highlighting serious concerns about his health. Should the appeal be denied, Assange's legal team may turn to the European Court of Human Rights, signaling a protracted legal battle ahead. 
Meanwhile, the Australian government and parliament have thrown their support behind Assange, advocating for his return to his home country amid reports of his deteriorating physical and mental health. The outcome of the High Court's decision is more than just a legal ruling. It's a pivotal moment for whistleblower and press freedom rights worldwide. As supporters and detractors alike wait with bated breath, the uncertainty of Assange's fate underscores the complex interplay of law, politics, and human rights at the international level. In a turn of events that underscores the ongoing challenges in the aviation industry, Boeing's 737 MAX program has seen a significant leadership change. Ed Clark, the head of Boeing's 737 MAX program, has resigned following a series of safety incidents, including a missing fuselage panel on an Alaska Airlines jet and a door detaching from a 737 MAX 9 during a flight. Katie Ringgold is stepping up to lead amidst a broader reorganization of Boeing's commercial airplanes leadership. The Federal Aviation Administration, FAA, has placed restrictions on the production of Boeing's 737 MAX airplanes until the company resolves existing quality control issues. This move comes after U.S. regulators dispatched inspectors to scrutinize quality controls at Boeing's manufacturing sites, a response to a history of safety and quality concerns. Notably, the 737 MAX fleet was grounded for nearly two years due to two fatal crashes linked to software malfunctions. In the wake of these challenges, Boeing's CEO David Calhoun has pledged to recommit the company to its core values of safety, quality, and integrity. This commitment is critical as Boeing navigates through these turbulent times. However, the impact of these incidents on Boeing's financial health is evident, with the company's shares falling roughly 1% on Wednesday. This downturn contributes to a 23% decline in Boeing's stock value this year, marking it as the worst performer among the Dow Jones Industrial Average. The aviation giant is at a pivotal moment, striving to restore confidence in its operations and its flagship 737 MAX airplanes. In a move that's sending shockwaves through the international community, the death of Alexei Navalny has become a focal point of global politics. President Joe Biden has pointed the finger directly at Russian President Vladimir Putin for the tragic demise of the Russian opposition figure, sparking a series of bold actions and statements from the White House. In a decisive response, Biden has announced a major sanctions package against Russia, marking a significant escalation in the U.S.'s stance against Russian activities both domestically and internationally. Biden's condemnation didn't stop with Putin. He also took aim at former President Donald Trump, criticizing his remarks on NATO and his failure to hold Putin accountable for Navalny's death. This comes as Trump's first public reaction to the event drew parallels between Navalny's fate and his own legal troubles, suggesting that Navalny should not have returned to Russia after his poisoning in 2020. Amidst the political turmoil, Navalny's mother is fighting to release her son's body for burial, as calls for transparency and justice echo around the globe. The Kremlin, on its part, denies any involvement in Navalny's death, leaving more questions than answers. In a broader move to counter Russian aggression, Biden is pushing for the swift passage of emergency security assistance for Ukraine. 
This effort is underscored by White House National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan, who emphasizes the urgency of standing up to Putin through congressional action. As the world watches, the U.S. prepares to impose significant sanctions on Russia, not just for Navalny's death but also for Russia's recent military actions in Ukraine. This has been your Daily Brief in World News. To read more about these stories, follow the links in the episode bio. You can also subscribe to these updates via email at www.brief.news. For more daily podcasts about the topics you love, visit brief.news forward slash podcasts. Tune in tomorrow. We'll be back with everything you need to know.